Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. We would all like to be able to declare the date on which COVID-19 That would be marvelous, Mr. Speaker, and I would certainly be the happiest man on earth in this parliament, certainly, to be able to tell you, Mr. Speaker, on what date this COVID-19 will disappear. Unfortunately, I don't know. That was Federal Health Minister Jean-Yves Duclos in the House of Commons this week, pressed by the opposition conservatives on when the Liberal government is prepared to end remaining federal COVID-19 mandates and restrictions. The answer from Jean-Yves Duclos was, we don't know. You know, and, and look, I mean, one can argue about when the best time to win those mandates is. The federal government doesn't even seem inclined to want to give Canadians an idea, a roadmap, a target. Now, there was a motion that was presented in the House this week calling on the federal government to end all remaining mandates. That motion was voted down. Joining us to talk more about it is the member who brought the motion forward, Michael Barrett, conservative MP for Leeds, Grenville, Thousand Islands, and Rideau Lakes, opposition shadow minister for health. Mr. Barrett, good to have you with us here today. Welcome to the program. Hey, thanks so much for having me on. So did we learn anything this week about at least what the government's plans or intentions are for these remaining mandates? Well, we learned that uh, they either don't have a plan or they're unwilling to share it with Canadians. And... It's, um, as you said, uh, there could be an argument made with respect to the timing for the end uh, to the mandates. Not all provinces have yet lifted their vax and mask mandates, but all 10 provinces have said the date by which those restrictions will be lifted. So when we have 10 chief medical officers of health from representing the the 10 provinces across the country saying it's safe to do so, it's uh, beyond curious why the federal minister of health why he's his chief medical officer of health um, isn't prepared to do the same as uh, as their peers. Right. And, and a lot of this falls to provincial jurisdiction and a lot of the restrictions that affect people's day to day lives, mask mandates, business closures, capacity limits, et cetera, that that falls to the provinces. But obviously, I mean, the federal government's completely in control of travel, for an example. So help us understand, you know, the jurisdictional differences when we talk about federal mandates. What, what are we talking about? Yeah, absolutely. There's, of course, the the most impactful one, uh, you know, with the, with the longest lasting consequences, is the uh, the vaccination requirement for federally regulated employees and, and federal employees. So that's our uh, federal public service, our Royal Canadian Mounted Police, uh, uniform and civilian members, our Canadian Armed Forces, um, you know, Canada Border Service Agency, and so on. So those folks uh, with who who did not provide uh, proof of vaccination did not. Uh, receive the necessary uh, exemption um, have been put on unpaid leave, and uh, and and so now would be the time. Uh, well, I'll, I'll get into to why it's the time in a second. So, so that's sure. one area of federal responsibility. The uh, the transportation sector, as you mentioned, so planes, uh, trains like via rail, um, ferries, uh, those again are, uh, are are areas of of federal responsibility, and so. Um, the federal government has exclusive control over those, even though they operate inside provincial uh, domains. You, you rightly pointed out that you know businesses, capacity limits and mask requirements and vax mandates in businesses or at venues is a provincial responsibility. And, and really, uh, that's, that's where we see the rub. You can be at, uh, you know, you can be at 
uh, the Rogers Arena or, you know, watching your favorite sports yeah. team play or, or, or at a movie theater, um, you know, shoulder to shoulder with people next to you now in, in almost every province across this country uh, without a mask and without proof of vaccination, but you can't get on the VIA train for 45 minutes or on a flight from, say, Ottawa to Toronto or, or Edmonton to Calgary uh, without proof of those things. So the science can't be different, um, you know, in downtown Edmonton versus uh, flying over Edmonton uh, up to Calgary or, or uh, the other way, sorry. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, and and so that's that's true right across the country. So so why is it that areas of of federal jurisdiction uh, seem to have this uh, different science being applied to them? Okay, and the point of then why now? Why do you believe now is the time to to end these remaining restrictions and mandates? Well, in early February, we gave the government uh, an opportunity. We put a motion uh, forward in the House asking for a plan by the end of February for them to present to Canadians on what benchmarks the the government was looking at, that the Public Health Agency of Canada was looking at, that once those benchmarks were hit, you know, uh, case positivity rates, uh, hospital capacity, uh, wastewater surveillance numbers, uh, you know, those uh, epidemiological indicators, what were those benchmarks that would trigger the lifting of restrictions and the stages that, that they would be lifted in? And the government didn't, uh, didn't abide, they didn't take that cue, they didn't provide a plan. And since that time, we now have 10 out of 10 provinces in two of the three territories who've all uh, either lifted or have uh, said by which date they will lift. And so um, we have the top doctor in virtually every jurisdiction in this country, except for the federal, uh, the federal chief medical officer of health, who is willing to say that it's safe to do so. So uh, the, the, it's, it's confusing, rightly confusing to Canadians, that if they're all looking at the same science, it makes sense that everyone is doing the same thing, but we have one outlier, and that's the federal government. So the motion itself was pretty straightforward then, uh, calling on the federal government to, to end these mandates. So tell us about the debate and the vote on that. Uh, well, it was, you know, the, it's, it's interesting how these things play out, especially this week in the context of, of the new um, you know, NDP liberal coalition agreement that, that they hatched. So you have to see how some of this is going to break on, on party lines. But when we had the debate in, uh, in February with respect to asking for the plan, the conservative uh, official opposition um, did get the support of the Bloc Quebecois, but the NDP and the Liberals voted against it. Now, I think it was three days later, uh, Jagmeet Singh, leader of the NDP, uh, said at a press conference that the Prime Minister should release a plan to end the mandates after having just voted against that in the House. So uh, there's obviously a sign that, that people wanted that plan, and that was consistent in the debate in the House this week. We heard that uh, from from the bloc, we heard that from the NDP that they do want the plan. It does seem like it's time. There's a lot of concern about people who've lost their jobs. There is recognition that we've had uh, great uptake on vaccination, which provides us with an incredible amount of protection. The hospital capacity seems to be there, and that you know there is this growing consensus with our allies around the world and uh, and with the, um, the the provinces and territories that uh, it is time to. To, to lift some of those restrictions, but the vote went, um, the vote broke very clearly with the NDP and the Liberals voting against, and the Bloc uh, still seeking a plan first, uh, and, and, that, and that lines up with their area of exclusive interest, and that's the province of Quebec, uh, which is affecting the lifting of their restrictions 
uh, in about two and a half weeks' time or, or, or three weeks' time. So uh, immediately would have outpaced Quebec by a couple of weeks. And so um, with the dates not being matched up, they weren't prepared to support it. So where does that leave us now on, on these issues? Well, we're going to continue to press the government. You know, this is a real accountability uh, issue of accountability. We've seen throughout the COVID pandemic that the government uh, hasn't always uh, been prepared. And, and in fact, uh, they've the opposite was true. They were, they were unprepared. And uh, we saw that with our lack of an emergency stockpile, with it having expired and been disposed of. And so the government needs to be held accountable for that. With the vaccine manufacturing and procurement, they originally threw in CanSino, and, uh, and then that deal fell through. And now with Medicago, which has been uh, scuttled by the WHO, not giving it approval this week. So that's the Canadian-made vaccine. So again, uh, th- they need to be held accountable for that. And so we need to make sure that we're checking the government's homework on whether or not they're making decisions for political purposes or they're making decisions you know, based on, on the science and, and what's in the best interest of Canadians. It's really important that you know, we, a lot, we know a lot more about COVID uh, two, you know, two, years, uh, two years since the start of it than we did you know, in, in March of 2020. And you know, now uh, we, we need to shift to a time of uh, personal responsibility over government regulation. And uh, I think that you know, the government needs to be transparent with Canadians. We did, we did in uh, massive numbers, some of the best numbers in the world, exactly what we were told, whether it was with uh, restrictions to our mobility, to, with lockdowns, with rolling up our sleeves and getting vaccinated, uh, and you know, not seeing our loved ones, not traveling, and on goes the list. So we're good at doing what we're asked to do, but we need to be given the right information. And so, you know, our job as the official opposition is to hold the government to account. We're going to keep doing that. We want a plan. And, and I've communicated very clearly to the federal health minister, hey, give us that plan. Let's, let's find out uh, what, you're, you know, what, what, what uh, the horizon looks like or the different scenarios look like um, that will trigger the end to these mandates. Let's communicate that to Canadians. Let's get on with all the other important things that we need to do in this country, like pandemic-proofing us for the future, like dealing with the opioid crisis, like talking about properly funding our hospitals so that and our provinces so that we don't have capacity issues in hallway healthcare in the future. So there's a lot of work to do, but we need to see that the government is, is engaging in good faith with Canadians. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.